Love Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the most fascinating and actually the most helpful leaders in the business community from around our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And this day, my friend, you are going to slip your little gray cells into a tricky bit of marketing as we learn firsthand how one innovative expert markets, publicizes, and makes profitably known a major investment bank. No mean trick. And by your own good fortune, as well as mine, we have with us an ideal Virgil as we descend into the fiscal maze. Miss Joan McHugh, who in her decades of incredibly wide-ranging careers has marketed uh, zoos and aquariums and honey-baked hams and museums and Brooks Brothers fine menswear, and all of this, this lady has of, of great expertise has done it and is now bringing it to the DAC group, where investment bankers, which handle primarily middle market business uh, mergers and acquisition, as chief of marketing. So whether you are a, a television show host seeking desperately to push up your listenership like Adam or, or perhaps you're a head of a, a national pro, a professional organization seeking to garner a couple more billion-dollar members like Michael, pull up your chair a little closer, join our Feast of Wisdom, all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your adventures flourish. Joan, I'm so glad we could pry away from Dak long enough to share some insights with us today. Bart, thank you very much. I'm really uh, excited to be here. Oh, that's great. Well, we'll get right into it because uh, the first thing that strikes me and uh, is that you have a really difficult market to target. Uh, most of the people, you, you target mid-market individuals who are buying and selling businesses. Now, there are a few firms that are uh, – very experienced in acquiring, but most of the sellers have very little experience. You've got you, you've got a product out there that most people know absolutely nothing about and have never experienced before. So it's got to be a challenge to market uh, the DAC Group's many competitive services. I guess. So, so what what kind of image are you trying to create with the DAC Group? What are you trying to put in potential clients' minds? Well, potential clients, let's first look at who the potential clients are. Um, as you said, okay. it's, it's mid, mid-market business owners. So those business owners right. that go about their running of their business, and that is what they know. Um, we want those business owners to see DAC for who we really are. And we're a company that's focused solely on servicing the nuances for an entrepreneur or a business owner. It's much different than other investment banks that are dealing with CEOs of public companies because that business owner is much different than a CEO of a public company. This is the person that's really poured their blood, heart, sweat, and tears into what they've been doing for the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, we really understand that person. We understand that in addition to the business, they've got family concerns. What are they going to do about their kids? What are they going to do about their brother-in-law? How are they going to think, keep things confidential? Um, we've worked right, with hundreds right. of business owners. So we understand that this could be one of the most important financial decisions of their life. We are there to hold oh. their hands. We're there to walk them through every step of the process. 
um, we bring a lot of our resources. Like you said, most business owners, they're only going to do this once. They're good at running their business, but they've never sold their business before. So we've got a lot of... Yeah, we've got a lot of resources that we bring in. We know where to go to find ideal candidates for their ideal buyers for their businesses. Um, so we we do that with them. We uh, we negotiate the best transaction for them. Um, we want them. We want potential clients to see that we're really in it uh, so that they get the best outcome for their particular situation. That's great. I I finally think I understand where you're trying to do it and how you're trying to do it. And with that sort of tempting and twosome nausea of today's Feast of Wisdom, allow me now to uh, fill my duties as proper host and lay before you a few, shall we say, utensils for furthering the feast. And the first utensil, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you seek to seize a little wisdom from a good face-to-face talk with someone who is not of your generation? Gain a little understanding from the other side of the barricade. Or will you continue to blindly keep searching for your answers in one room, one age group, when the entire mansion awaits before you? The choice, my friend, is truly yours. And the second utensil, um, I can sense you are yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Quips book. So I'm pulling it out here. Oh, okay. Joan's going to love this. This this is 87. Branding without sales is like dressing up for a date who never comes. Fixing up your hair will not get him to show up. (laughs) And as an afterthought, you know, it, it's nice to keep impressing uh, clients with what your product stands for, but it's even nicer to stay connected to those clients and make sure you're offering what they really, really want. Is that about right, Joan? Uh, yes, I, I would absolutely agree with that, and that's one of the things that we do, and I call it nurturing. Um, that We meet business Wonderful. owners all the time. They may or may not be ready to sell or buy, but we share information with them. We share education with them. And, you know, as you said, over time, they're ready. Oh, that's great. Well, if you smirked a bit over that, Quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit BartsBooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and pick up your copy of either a 101 or, or 102 Best Business Quips, and you are going to garner yourself a whole quiverful of sure-shot uh, funny bone uh, arrows and that are really going to enliven up uh, your fellow chain gangers at work. And as a third utensil, um, we should, I suppose, we should appropriately in, entitle this uh, the well-hinged salad fork. We, we proffer you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is, the name of the author who noted, <clears throat> without promotion, something terrible happens. Nothing. 
Those words were spoken by none other than the Prince of Promotion, Mr. Phineas Taylor Barnum, P.T. Barnum, creator of the now tragically lost Three Ring Circus. But stick with us, because later on in the show, blurting your way comes another enriching quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, just scribble on down that sage's name as you believe him or to be, and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you're correct, your knowledge will earn you a bolstering career, a career bolstering gift, freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. <laughs> so, with all our utensils in hand, my friend, let's listen to the hoofbeats of wisdom and look for the zebras as Joan McHugh explores the many ways to market in, within the financial realm, particularly the art of merging and selling mid-sized businesses. Joan Let's let's talk about you for a moment. You you come to DAC as truly a marketing expert with a broad corporate marketing experience, as we've, we mentioned earlier, a lot of things. Now, you come rather than a financial uh, specialist. What are some of the, the sort of, I guess, marketing and branding nuggets that you have picked up along the way that you're now bringing into the DAC room? Uh, okay, Bart. Well, I think one of the things is that a key to a successful marketing program, uh, whether you're selling widgets or food or accounting or baking services, it's all the same. And it's that you need to understand your customer. You need to understand what they need, what they want. And you need to communicate how your products or services are going to fill that need. Um, so you're correct. I have marketed a broad range of, of products from pens to calendars to microscopes, now investment banking. So it's always, it's always knowing the audience and communicating the message that they care about. It's always about them. And you, you need to communicate it in a way that they respond to. Um, not everybody is on Facebook or twi- Twitter. Um, so you need to use right. the techniques that that mid-market business owner is going to be viewing, whether it be the trade publication, whether it be email, um, or Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, you know, depending upon the audience. Um, it's really important to reach them in a number of ways and let them choose how they want to respond back to you. Uh, as a marketer, we need to show that we understand their problem and we can help them solve it. It sounds like you you were a great believer in the uh, maxim that all success is personal. You you do a lot of reaching out personally, I guess, don't you? Uh, yes, uh, we do. Um, uh, I, I think at one time, uh, you know, you had said something to me earlier about advertising, which is something that we don't do, but we we reach out uh, personally uh, through presentations uh, that we put on for various organizations. Uh, we also do a lot of thought leadership uh, that we promote. Um, thought leadership in the sense of business owner guides, tip sheets, white oh. papers, things of, of that nature that we make available to business owners on a regular basis. Because for us, education is the platform of which we market. Um, business owners, as you indicated before, are a hard group to kind of pin down. So what we want to do is always have education, always show them that they have different options. Many business owners don't know what options they have or if they even have options. A lot of times they're wondering, yeah. is my business even worth anything? 
Um, or how do I value my business? Or how do I start selling? Or who do I need on my team? All, all of that um, we provide in, in different forms uh, available to business owners from our website, from the presentations we do. We also often get asked, you know, our bankers get asked to be interviewed in uh, trade publications and industry publications. So we want to educate that business owner so they realize that there is a lot available to them. Okay, uh, just as as a quick uh, follow-up on that, if for uh, our business owner listening out there, and you've talked about the, the papers and publications you put out, how might they uh, get a hold of those if they say, boy, I, I really need that? How, how might, quickly, how might they might, uh, how, how can they get a hold of oh. the, the, the best way to get a hold of some of those thoughts? Uh, certainly, I mean, quickest way is, Give me a call, 201-478-5261. They could certainly go to our website, which is www.dacgroup.com, or shoot me an email, jmcgeouth at dacgroup.com. And always always very happy to help. That's kind of the foundation of who we are. Well, excellent. Thank you. Well, if you've just joined us, you're listening to The Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the profoundly misperceived realms of cyberspace, uh, where you may listen and download uh, this and all of our episodes, most simply by visiting theartoftheceo.com. That's theartoftheceo.com. And... uh, Speaking of marketing expertise, Joan, I understand that uh, you have once again been nationally recognized and you've received another award, this one from the uh, leading women uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. You you have won a uh, something in the branding category. Tell us about that, would you? Uh, yes, uh, uh, certainly. Thank you. I was uh, I was very honored to be selected by the organization called Leading Women Entrepreneurs and Business Owners, and they had hundreds and hundreds of uh, uh, women had been nominated in four categories, uh, of which brand building was one, um, entrepreneurship, intrapreneurship, and socialpreneurship were were the three other categories. Wow. I, I was privileged enough. Yeah, thank you. And I was privileged enough to be selected as a winner or an honoree in the brand building category. Now, this was for work you'd done with the DAC group, I take it, right? Yes, yes. Yes, so I had been nominated Uh, by one of my peers. uh, Oh, that's, boy, no greater award than that, truly. Uh, And, you know, it it always strikes me when when, um, uh, we did the book – Behind every successful woman is herself. I came up with one fact that that I found rather uh, intriguing, and that's that within the last decade, 87% of all marketing firms started, launched in America, have been started by women. Now, uh, so my question is, why is that? Why women? That, you know, that, that's really interesting, Bart, because I am not familiar with that with that number. And as a matter of fact, as I look back, you know, to my career, but also to my my current uh, career, I, I could tell you I've worked with both men and women as as heads of their own marketing firms. Um, so I yeah. I don't have a good answer for you, other than that's surprising oh, okay. to me. 
I've well, my, my with many personal answer was that I, I think, and this is, this is of course, from my marvelously biased male point of view, is that uh, I really believe that men are exquisitely expert at telling you what you need, and women are wiser. They, they are, they tell men, they tell people what they want, and all I know is that uh, this, this nation is covered with successful donut chains and there's not one broccoli chain anywhere so i, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know understanding what do you think? You think that, and communicating think i'm getting a lot is that close i don't know yeah yeah understanding the audience and communicating know. to them <laughs> and um for our uh our, our listeners who uh uh, while we're we're on you and your expertise, for, what about our our listener who is sort of taking aim at marketing in investment banking or the the, the financial arena? Um, what advice? What uh, what uh, sort of experiential tools would you recommend for that person uh, to get a hold of, put in their arsenal uh, as they're presenting themselves for a candidate for something similar to the job that you're doing? Ah. Well, I think the uh, well, as you know, I didn't have investment banking experience uh, when I took this job on. Um, but I, I think for someone that might be looking to get into this world, they need to number one be able to demonstrate that they can successfully market, uh, whether it be a product or a service, uh, and they, they need to show that they have made a difference with with their marketing. Um, that's number one. But number two, they mm-hmm. also need to show that they understand the audience. Because if you're coming out of oh. marketing widgets and now you're coming to market investment bankers, it's it's different. It's a different audience. So there needs to be no. flexibility. Um, flexibility. They'll need to do research and, and take time to prepare uh, before they would interview for a job like this. Any quick calls? I think that I, I'm really glad you brought up that point about knowing the market. Uh, they are <laughs> in the, in the financial world. It's it's a different breed. And uh, any any quick tips on on how you might get to learn that market? Uh, what what did you do? Um, to learn the market. Well, I my background uh, was uh, c- kind of different. Uh, I had run marketing for three mid-market uh, companies already. So I oh, and okay. in addition, so I really understood that entrepreneur, um, that that business owner that had poured their life into their business. So I understood the the nuance and the psyche of that person. Uh, in addition, I had also done marketing for law firms and accounting firms, so I understood professional services and kind of the nuances that you need to promote professional services. So the combination of those two skills really put me in an ideal position uh, for the DAC group because our audience are my former bosses, those mid-market business owners. So in order to right. prepare right. somebody for this, you know, I guess they, they need to uh, – Maybe plan plan their career, or again, just be able to demonstrate that they can understand the target audience and understand what the services are that their financial institution uh, would be providing. Okay, wise words, and hang on to that if you are taking aim at uh, a fiscal marketing career. And uh, really, with that, now that we're all suffused with the glow of of these creative marketing. 
uh, techniques and plans, I think it's time to sort of sit back, pause, and let's take a brief sorbet from uh, Joan McHugh's Feast of Wisdom and allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we're here today, and that firm is Prometheus Publishing, creator of, among other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides, and you may visit uh, bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and explore a wide wealth of really some very practical wisdom from business masters. And this very day, Prometheus Publishing would like to invite you to take a look at uh, the book which has helped a great many women in their careers, and that book is entitled Behind Every Successful Woman is herself. And this is really a gem of a guide because it embraces the thoughts of a lot of leading business women uh, and men, and it provides the techniques, the, the disciplines, and, and the all-important attitudes for those ladies who want to make their career move forward to where it should be, and uh, the ventures uh, be gathered with the right people and all that it takes to uh, be be an entrepreneur. So it, it makes an ideal gift now for the young graduate who's on her way into the business community, and you may pick up your copy at bartsbooks.com bookstore. And while, oh, by the way, while you're at the Bart's Books site, website, don't fail to direct your little cyber feet towards uh, that, that blue box, that blue mailbox that you see. You get to subscribe absolutely free to Bart's uh, business quips and what these are this is this is a little bit of uh, some clever witticism and, and a, a, hopefully a wise afterthought or a nearly wise afterthought and it all comes your way by the eternal enigma of email which you, and you'll get a fresh dose of laughter and wisdom every week that'll astound and appall you so one more possible idea for your business life and uh, speaking of your business life and some of the authorities who guide the woefully uninitiated into the benefits of business merging. Uh, let's turn our, our uh, thoughts back to uh, the advice of Joan McHugh, Chief of Marketing for the DAC Group and uh, Investment Banking Professionals. Joan, uh, down to the details uh, a bit, you have said that you really reach out to, uh, in many avenues, many ways to get, to get hold of your business people, uh, uh, business owners. Now, do you, if if uh, if when you talk to these business owners, do, do you do this through professional groups uh, as well as through media? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, we're regularly asked to present at conferences to groups of mid-market business owners, places like Vistage or Young Professionals Organizations, as well as other you know industry organizations. Um, and we're also interviewed regularly in industry publications. So I think at one point you had asked me about advertising. We don't advertise, but a lot of our thought leadership is found in publications uh, through the interviews, and we also uh, author articles as well. Um, a lot oh. of that's on the business owner guides and the white papers and things of that nature. Well, it's always better to use the white pages of the phone book than the yellow. And uh the one of the impressive aspects I know of uh, of, of the DAC group, the, the your firm, is this: they have a solid piece of client support called the DAC Value Accelerator. Could you tell us what it is, and then how you, as chief marketer, present that out as an asset? Uh, certainly, um, the DAC Value Accelerator. You've been doing your research. Um, is uh, <laughs> 
it's actually what differentiates us from other investment banks that are going to middle market uh, or anything. I mean, essentially, we all do the same thing, right? We, we try to find the right buyer for our client. We try to negotiate the best deal. Um, but it's how we do it. So, for example, at the DAC group, uh, we hire only senior investment bankers. So what that means is the person that you meet with in your first meeting and the person that talks to you about the research that they've done on your firm is also the person that talks to you, you know, throughout the entire process. They're there to hold your hand. They're there to ask you the hard questions, help you make some of the hard decisions. Um, that senior banker who has the experience works directly with the business owner all the time compared to other banks where you see the senior person at the very beginning and then at the end and in between oftentimes it's junior level people that are, are doing the hands-on work so that's that's yeah, one experience oh. there. yeah so it's one <laughs> one example of 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 what differentiates us um another example is um we do not do a shotgun approach to finding a prospective buyer for our firms, uh, for our clients. So, for example, um, where other investment bankers might get the uh, you know the details of the client and then kind of do a mass uh, a mass email out to all prospective buyers, we handpicked buyers. We look at what other businesses are. We try to find a nice. Fit where our where our client company could really bring accretive value to a prospective buyer, and we could demonstrate that value. So we take a lot of time, and we really laser focus. Joan, give us an example. I mean, have you ever had? Uh, I'm sure you've seen one firm that was particularly tough to sell, and that you got a particularly clever buyer for. You got a got an example of that somewhere? Uh, particularly clever buyer. Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, a, a few years ago, we were working with a company in the shoe um, supply space, uh, and I'm going to call okay. it like shoelaces and things like that. They were oh a great goodness. company. They built their firm. They made acquisitions. Their infrastructure was solid. Uh, their issue was that that market space was not growing. Right, the use of uh, shoelaces themselves were were declining and things of that nature. Um, but this was a company. Well, I still where... need them. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. That's just my my point. But anyway, I, no, I understand. So you got it. You got a sort of a static market here. <laughs> yeah, and we have. Uh, but their products were the ones that you see in every grocery store. You see it in every sure. drugstore. You see it in Walmart. Um, so you know. Careful analysis, we see that um, what they really have is excellent distribution, excellent distribution with contacts into places and retailers that would take years to get. Um, we, on the flip side, uh, were working with a company in the pet industry, and they had nice products, but they were not able to get to market as much as they would like. And so by having the company where we identified was not, you know, a shoe products company, but really, in fact, a distribution a was distribution their shining network. star. Right, where we kind of Wonderful. called it hidden value. And so we were able to Whoa. push 
products through the same distribution channels. And they made the acquisition of the pet products company, and soon they were more than doubling their sales. Um, so it oh, worked out very God. nicely for all parties. But that's kind of a differentiator where we're not going to just take face value. We're going to dig deeper. We're going to look at all the value within a company, all the avenues that a business owner is very focused on, on what they know. But having someone from the sure. outside coming in, we could shine a light on other areas of the company that maybe they didn't realize had value. I, I, you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm sure that this fellow, uh, the the owner, uh, thought of his product and had just sitting in in a bottom drawer somewhere these marvelous contacts with Walmart and all the big box real uh, you know realtors, uh, retail people, and that that was just sort of part of doing business, and which is an absolute gold mine to anyone else it's you have you have sort of like the reverse merger the the snake uh which uh, the elephant that allows itself to be swallowed by a snake so it can more easily move in, into greener <laughs> venues you know, that was it's what a beautiful a beautiful fit but it takes someone it takes the thinking uh, of yes. seeing the whole value of a firm doesn't it yes it's, oh, it's, it's the thing i love it and and that's what makes oh, us different. It's that thinking and the and the fact that we work with the senior people um, that have experience in a lot of businesses. So it's kind of combining those things that that generate good results for our clients. Oh, Joe, I got I got a lot more, but I I do want to ask you. You just see, uh, I want to ask now. What do you, the the whole M and A market is is going crazy with both financial and strategic buyers. What what trends do you see? Any trends in the merger and acquisition market that uh, might make it good for me to plunge in now or or wait to sell my business? Just any trends uh, that you see right there coming up? Uh, well, as you say, things are going crazy. Um, uh, you know, we don't have uh, good times won't last forever, right? We, we don't have a crystal ball. But what I could tell you is the trend has been for the past few years have been very, very busy for the middle market. Uh, and this is one of our busiest years ever, meaning that more businesses are being sold. Um, and they're being sold for different reasons. So 30 years ago, the average seller might be um, – uh, 30 years ago, the average seller was 67 years old, and they were selling their business to get out of business, and they were going to move on probably to retirement or pass the business sure. on to their children. But today, the average seller is about 52 years old. So in no 15 kidding. years, it's changed. And now the average seller is selling because a couple of reasons. One, they want to do something else. They've poured their life into this business, and they want to just take on a different turn. But the other reason is because they're perceiving that there's a lot a lot of risk if they keep their business. They're going to have to take a lot of their own personal money and investment uh, in their company to keep their company on track. So they're, they're preferring to take it out now while the getting's good, so to speak. And uh, uh, and invest it elsewhere. That is great, Joan. Th- I, I didn't know that. That's what a change. I'm glad you brought that up. Just uh, we're sadly running out of time here, and so just for for the listener who may want to be selling his mid-sized business uh, against one more, how can they get a hold of uh, the DAC Group and and begin doing some investigation? 
Sure. Uh, I, I mean, the best way is email jmcgeoogh at dakgroup.com or 201-478-5261. And, of course, our website, okay. dakgroup.com. What's the website? Uh, uh, com. Great. Joan, we're, we're going to have to have you back. I, I hope we've run out of time, but I, I want to thank you again so much for coming on. I, I've learned an awful lot, and uh, you brought some great facts to light. So thank you, well, thank you one, uh, once more. Thank you, Bart. I appreciate the time, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Okay, great. And so as we round out today's feast, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation. And so who was it who said, a strong man doesn't have to be dominant. He matches his strength against the world. And as a hint as to who is the author of this Hollywood legend, by by offering to be the first, its very first centerfold photo was the absolute making of Playboy magazine. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, just scribble that author's name down as you believe it to be and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. And you're going to win an absolutely life-igniting gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, if you're not being listened to, It may not be time to change your line, but it may be time to build a better stage. Just a thought. And to you gleefully sharing today's feast, I hope you've enjoyed the art of the CEO as much as Joan and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And uh, do remember that you may download this and all our shows at blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. And finally, to you who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, It has been a privilege. I thank you.